Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 130. 130, an episode uh, that promises to be uh, your first block after lunch break, I think. Is about, does that sound right? <laughs> no, no, not probably not. Close. Yeah, it would be yeah, like 12 I was going to say just like a late lunch. Yeah, last <laughs> last block of the day is, starts at one thirty. Really? Usually. Oh, yeah. Most schools end 2.30, 2.45. School's over at 2.30 these days? Well, same as when you went there. I don't think so. Well, I'm pretty sure. Mm, 3 o'clock, I'm pretty sure. Well, that would still put your last block starting right around one thirty. so... <laughs> It's all a moot point, isn't it? Uh, my blocks are only an hour, unfortunately, or fortunately, as the case may be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's not like I really wanted to spend more time there. It's like, damn, didn't get that extra half hour in. Hey, man. Anyways, my name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Uh, Stefan Hack. Uh, John Cullen. One thirty is uh, the time I'm going to go to bed tonight after we started recording this one and a half hours late. <laughs> Just just one. Oh, sorry. Only one hour. Yeah, late. Only one that. hour and five minutes. <laughs> it's fine. It's not like I have to work or anything. It's not like I have a job or anything like that. It's not like our guest has any commitments. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. We brought Nothing in a worth guest. anything. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Speaking of, uh, our guest this week is the delightful uh, improviser, Vancouver comedy person, Christine Bordelin. Hello. Hello, Christine. What an honor Thank to be so here with you boys. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Uh, it's an honor to have you. We've we've literally been trying so hard. <laughs> so hard. Because Christine and I did a family feud show together <laughs> yeah, like it, six months ago, even more. Well, Justin, you yeah. were there. I, yeah, we should have oh, been yeah, in the final. We got screwed. Yeah, how long ago? That was you really did. long yeah. ago. That might have even, not quite a year, but maybe six months. Yeah, yeah it was like in the six fall. months ago. Six months. Yeah. And I said at the show to Christine, we should have you on Real Good Show. And you're like, yes, I want to do it. And I've probably asked you like six times and the timing just hasn't worked out. But I've also been very bad for asking you like three hours before we're recording. (laughs) So it's not like it's your fault. It's my fault. No, it's no one's fault. Yeah, fault is a harsh word. Yeah, it's, it's time's fault. It is time's fault. Well, it's nice to have you on our last episode. We're really glad oh, you wow. could be here. Yeah, it's a, we're retiring. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> well, this was our Thank like you. stretch goal was to like get you on eventually. Yeah. And now that it's happened, okay. like, why bother continuing, really? I agree. After this. Yeah, exactly. It's there's, over. There's nothing yeah. left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some would argue there was nothing left a long time ago. <laughs> But we're here. Is this really the last episode? Because I'm, I'm kind of like out of the loop down here. <laughs> oh, did we not include you in those discussions? Yeah, were you not in the group chat for that one? No. No, I'm in a different time. Oh, no, I guess we're in the t- same. Okay, the time zones have nothing to do with it. I don't know <laughs> what it was. But... Uh, the sun does set earlier up here. That's true. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. So even though yeah. we're in the same time zone, daylight yeah. still not quite the same. Is that true? Yeah. When does the sunset there? Stefan, when did the sunset today exactly, please? <laughs> Down here? It said at like 5.30. Oh, that was the exact time. It just happened to be at a round number, 5.30. That's exactly when it's Well, I said, I said around 5.30. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. But you probably not noticed a, that. Not a space round 5.30, <laughs> around like approximately 5.30. Okay. You've probably noticed that though, Stefan, like you'll be on a Skype call 
uh, with someone in Vancouver, and it's like still light out where you are, but it's super dark where they are. No, I've never noticed that. Everyone's inside when I Skype. I don't Skype anyone. Yeah, in February in Vancouver. I'm just Skyping you from my balcony. Yeah, it's pouring rain, but... But I wanted you to see it. Yeah, exactly. I wanted you to see exactly when the sun went down. So I'm outside for it. Well, I noticed that when I lived there. So. Are you a vampire? <laughs> yes. Uh, reverse vampire. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice uh, while, we were, while oh. we were Skyping uh, that the sun is setting uh, behind you. Because normally you'll Skype in like a dark room and you can like see the, the computer, like the light of the computer on their face. Uh, so much so that when they like open a browser and they're like clearly looking at Facebook, you can tell. Uh, That's true. But uh, no, I, I can see uh, the the sun behind you. So and it's all it's different out here. There's not there's no sun right now. So Facebook tabs. To kind of point that out. Anyway, how are you doing? Facebook tabs uh, set earlier up here also. <laughs> no, right. I regret right, yeah. that one. No, I mean I'm more of a I'm more of a FaceTime uh, guy than, than Skype. I haven't used Skype in a while. So all right. Well, I don't know if that if that's different. If it's does the sunset differently? <laughs> yes. On FaceTime, the yeah. sun sets at the same time because you're basically right together. So yeah, yeah. that's where they right. came up with the name. They're like, oh, the face of the sun goes down at this time. <laughs> it is the FaceTime, like on the cover of uh, Raisin Bran. I don't know why I described the box <laughs> of cereal like it was an album, <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, like the cover of Raisin. <laughs> the sun has a big smiley face, and he's going down. <laughs> oh man, I really hate Raisin Bran's new cover. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Where did that sun come from with the sunglasses? Who started that? I feel like that was Raisin Bran, wasn't it? No, no, he doesn't so. have he's a sun. He, I don't know. Sorry for giving that sun a gender. <laughs> he, they? he misgendered yeah, well, the sun. Yeah, yeah we, I prefer to think of my sun as gender fluid. <laughs> There. Uh, okay, sun with sunglasses. I'll see. I'll look and see when there's an origin if story. If there is mm-hmm. an origin story, I, it's definitely great to see the number of different ways it's stylized in the Google Images section. I'll tell you that right now. It's like, whoa! I'm happy all of a sudden. My seasonal affective disorder has been completely eliminated. Well, Christine, I did want to say that. Yeah, please. Do. I remember several years ago, maybe like in close to like no, okay. like six years ago or so. <laughs> Uh, hearing you on another major Vancouver podcast uh-huh. and being like thrilled for you because it meant like she's made it, she did it, <laughs> uh, and now you're on this show and I feel like I've also made it like through osmosis. I'm like, you know, getting a little bit of your success. I'm gonna be in honest. I think that you're probably ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to be honest and say that that is not at all how fame works. <laughs> sure it does. Austin Matthews uh, gave me an autograph today, and now I'm in the NHL. I don't know what happened. Have you heard it's of Osmosis? Transference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah. And also, usually when we have comedians and stuff on, John brings on people that are his friends, and I have no idea who they are. And I've known you for probably like 15 years, yeah. so it's a real treat to have you on today. I remember in high school, there was a party that you and your improv team were a part of. I like that you're okay. already laughing in the middle of saying that, <laughs> that you were at a party with your improv team. They well, were, cool. our they were improv teams up. were friends. Yeah, we did a, had a bunch of improv team outings. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I, and this was like the coolest party I'd ever been to, and I was so nervous. I had a 40 of OE. Yeah, you <laughs> Oh, yeah. And um, I remember someone there was like, hey, 
there's I forget the guy's name, but they're like, this guy here thinks you're thinks you like you look good or something. <laughs> I was like, oh cool, and I hid behind the pool because I was so scared. <laughs> The whole party just behind the pool. Is this in West Vancouver? It was Lindsay Winch's house. Oh, okay. Okay. I was thinking about it. It was like So when you did can't stop, hardly wait. When you did stop podcasting yourself, did you have to hide behind the pool? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find one. You recorded from outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just drew a bath. <laughs> Hit in there. <laughs> That's why it sounded so echoey every time you talked. Yeah. Why is there splashing going on? Um, sorry I interrupted your can't hardly wait reference because that is a great movie it was like it just I remember the feeling like this is the coolest party I've ever been to right it's like can't hardly wait or like a, a good party from she's all that oh, something yeah, yeah. like that all those reference points I felt like you guys were so cool oh that's super nice mm-hmm. like you know 13 or 14 years later I'm still yeah. like taking that right in the feels i appreciate that very oh, much oh good i'm glad yeah. <laughs> 13 or 14 years later i will take any compliment you say about i me. was i was part of the coolest party uh, ever 14 years ago yeah and, i didn't go to a lot of parties yeah. so <laughs> my top five there was four okay. <laughs> the All fifth right. one was my parents had their best friends over and i served them peanuts <laughs> <laughs> stefan what was the coolest party you ever went to uh, I think I've told the story on the show. The guy um, where the, the 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 jackass in the wheelchair fell on the stairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is that is like the ultimate college party because like it was like a it was a good party um, even uh, besides that. But then you add in uh, the crazy guy in the wheelchair who uh, tried to fight everyone. And then uh, ended up uh, falling down the stairs. Uh, and then also he left uh, his uh, his like bags of pee all around the house. And we found them the next morning. Um, Were they Ziplocs? No, it well, <laughs> it was like those uh, like the catheter bags, I guess. Right? Oh, that uh, makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. Fuck, he brought them there knowing he was going to do this. <laughs> he planned it out. <laughs> but I'm just imagining you, like, the 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 best part of that thing was uh, so I mean I, I've I've gone over this this party a couple times on the show and I think on Twitter as well. Um, but uh, this guy like was just a total dick and was like harassing people all night and was just making an ass of himself and got extremely drunk and falling down the stairs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and then like three years later, we were having another party and our friend, uh, my friend Nick, was there. Uh, this French Canadian guy and uh, super nice guy. And he'd heard all about uh, the guy in the wheelchair who was like a jerk. And uh, what ended up happening uh, was um, there was another guy in a wheelchair at the party and Nick just assumed it was the same guy. So he went up to him and started, like, screaming at him because <laughs> he thought it was like, the, he just, he's like, Oh, it's, this is, this is the wheelchair guy from the other party. Of course, was, of course we'd invite him back. Why not? So, so it was like a nice it was like a nice wheelchair guy. So um, so do French Canadian people have that thing that like we have like a lot wheelchair of wheelchair blindness? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of white people have that thing where they say that like all Asian people look the same, but French Canadians they can totally tell Chinese people apart, but once you get them in a wheelchair, they're like, I don't know, I can't. It's all the same guy. I don't I can't tell the difference. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you first said jackass, I thought you meant like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, that's era, what I was and I was like, of. whoa, so he was cool. 
Hawkins like yeah. doing cool tricks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, been, just I've been rewatching like a lot of the old Jackass. So uh, good. Like, Do they hold up? And, oh, they, oh, they still hold up for sure. Like I, I, I really mean this when I say it, but going to see Jackass in theaters is like the greatest movie going experience of my life. And I'm, I'm genuinely upset that there'll never be another Jackass movie. You don't know that. Yeah, they well, said they said they're not going. I mean, they're oh, all they like, say, well, they're, they're, they're all like too fifty old. now. They just yeah. late. They're like mid forties. Like they're Johnny Knoxville. I, I'm surprised they made a third one because he's they fucked. were like so fucked up by that point. Well, he was and saying now, like Bam Margera looks like he swallowed yeah. a couch or something. Like, <laughs> well, because and he also had that like DUI. Um, yeah, well, yeah. There was none just, of them were doing. I mean, I think Steve-O actually might be doing the best out of all of them, which is shocking. <laughs> I just the, yeah. my my favorite thing of uh, Steve-O is Patrice O'Neill's roast of Steve-O, where he like Patrice O'Neill did the roast of Charlie Sheen, and then he couldn't believe how mean everyone was to him, so he just like abandoned his notes and he just like started ripping into people. And his like dig of Steve-O was so good because he was just like Steve-O. This new, improved, sober you—it fucking stinks, man. No one likes it. <laughs> Everyone, we just get drunk. Like we hate this. Everyone hates it. Like just, it's time to get drunk again. Like it was just so vicious. Like this sober you, it fucking, and you could tell Steve-O was just so mad. He was already on tilt because of Amy Schumer's joke about Ryan Dunn, uh, and then it was just like. Because it was like a week after Ryan Dunn died. Yeah. And then she told that joke about how she couldn't believe that the world had uh, taken Ryan Dunn and kept Steve over or whatever. It, yeah, it was, it was outstanding. Anyway, <laughs> they just... Off, uh, off the top of your head, what's, what's your favorite uh, Jackass sketch? See, I was going to... The show or the movie? I was going to ask that of you as well. And just to continue very quickly, there was an article that just this week on page six about, from, about the Jackass guys yeah. and basically saying that like there's no way they'll ever do another film. And like Aaron McGarry was saying he's had like 29 surgeries and stuff. Like they like, yeah. And like all, like almost all of them had like addiction problems and like, it was bad. We need a, we need a passing of the torch. We need jackass. The next generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jackass junior. It'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) no, but the next jackass guys are going to be like those vines. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It'd be be like Jake and Logan Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think we just have to leave it in the past. It's it's this perfect, uh, you know, caught in amber. Like like there's there's no there's no passing of the torch. That's that's it. Jackass was the you know from the early two thousands to like twenty ten. That's Jackass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say my favorite sketch. I don't know why, but it just this is the one that made me laugh the hardest was just the the rental car demolition derby. Oh, it yeah. leads off the first <laughs> that's, so, that's it, so good. It leads off the first jackass and just when Johnny Knoxville goes back and tries to say that like the car's in great shape and everything yeah. to the guy like I just <laughs> I, that's like you were saying, Stefan, you had those tweets about watching it in the theater and I went to see Jackass one in the theater and I just cannot remember I would say super bad is the only other time I've laughed that hard in a theater. But Jackass, yeah, it was just that sketch for whatever reason. Because it is, like, comedically very good, too. It's not mm-hmm. just, like... Some of the stunt stuff, by the end, it was like, oh, man. Like, that's just... you're. It's not, like, it... It, it For me, of John Watches a Thing, like, it got a little bit... Some of them, I'm like, oh, that's just too much. Like, why are we doing this? But, I mean... Or, like, leave your dad alone. Yes, that, exactly. And yeah. mom, and, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, they've done enough. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we're talking about epic parties, though, and that's kind of like what the ja- vibe... Your favorite jackass sketch, No, Justin. that's what the vibe of those movies was in the theater. Oh, yeah. It's like... A party, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, people just, like, drinking and lighting up joints and shit in the theater. Yeah. And the people who run the theater are just like, well, I guess this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to do stop the movie and kick everyone out? No. So, yeah, I'm just like... I remember, like... A girl, when I went and saw Jackass 2 in theaters on opening night, a girl got up and left during the previews because she was, like, too far gone before the movie had even started. And I agree with you, Stefan. Like, maybe the Trailer Park Boys movies kind of had a similar vibe to them if you saw them on opening weekend, but there's, like, nothing else that will ever come close to that. Yeah, the trailer... because yeah, it was just, like, ridiculous stunts. There's no plot. It's just, like, mm-hmm. yeah. really... It's just funny. Yeah, the, it's so great. The Trailer Park Boys movie was like the same type of people that went to the Jackass movie, just like poorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm wrong. I mean, maybe that's insensitive, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Daniel's it's a similar nodding. audience. <laughs> I don't think it's a similar audience. It's like a smoke pit high school reunion in the garden next to the theater Hell beforehand, yeah. basically. Yeah. I, just, I feel like Jackass was a little bit more like for like white suburban kids who like wished they could do stuff like that, but didn't. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, it's got mass appeal. It does have mass My appeal, My dad of watched it with us. He was oh, the one really? that was like, let's turn it on once a week. I'm a satellite dish. You kids heard of this jackass? <laughs> That's, my parents would never watch that. Oh, my dad loved it so much. My favorite was from the TV show Urban Kayaking. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that bit? I don't know why. It just gets me every time. I'll find it on YouTube and I'll watch it again just to give myself a pickup. It's really good, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, Justin. Uh, I'm All that's jumping out at me right now is... Uh, like Spike Jones and Johnny Knoxville doing the old man makeup with yeah. like the dangling oh, balls yeah. hanging out of the shorts. That's probably not like the best ever, but it's like springing to mind right now. Though I never saw the grandpa movie that they made. Oh yeah, but I feel like that what? would like had a narrative thing. Yeah, it wasn't just like street it's still, stunts. It's really funny though. Oh it's, really? It's really funny. Yeah, it's worth seeing for sure. It's like jack it's kind of like jackass four sort of like there's some really funny stunts in it and that's uh, that's bad grandpa and then the uh, robert de niro one is dirty Dirty grandpa Grandpa, yeah Yeah, don't see dirty grandpa see bad grandpa (laughs) bad grandpa has some really really funny bits bad grandpa is good grandpa and dirty grandpa is bad grandpa is what you're saying (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) oh also didn't they do a skit where they dressed up in hockey equipment and then would do hockey fights in like restaurants and stuff i really like that one too (laughs) That was good. I also liked the cup test when they were testing the jocks by dropping pool balls off of roofs onto their dick. Whoa, I don't remember that. Because it was like it was like the perfect nut shot sketch because it was like just the right amount of time for you to just be like, no, that's not going to hit him there. That's not going to. Oh, no. But like those things crack, you know, they're not yeah. impervious. Oh, of course, they were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> or the one where, jo- well, we. This is why they're not doing another one. <laughs> exactly. We've talked about it on the show before where they did the, like, um, where they did the um, Jared Allen, like, smoking Johnny Knoxville, like, tackling him out oh, of his. That one's great. Out of yeah. his body. Oh, they get an NFL, professional NFL player to just take a full tackle on Johnny Knoxville. It's like, it is brutal. Uh, Stefan, you haven't answered yet. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite is uh, the high five. I like that too oh, a lot. Yeah. That's from two or three. 
three. I think it's from three. I think it's from three oh, too. Yeah, yeah, that one's it's, it's really with the big, good. The, the big cartoon hand yes. that. Uh, yeah, this the from two. There's the boxing glove behind the Valentine on the wall. Oh yeah, that one's good too. But I think I think the high five might be my favorite. Or um, uh, fuck, uh, Electric Avenue where they hang up all the tasers and have to run through oh, the taser oh. hallway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all like wincing <laughs> just at the very mention of it. I can feel like all of my muscles contracting at once right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're or, being tased. Um, or the one- yeah. Anything they do to fuck with Dave England is really funny. Um, I think there's the one where they uh, dump all the bees into the limo and then they leave. They put the bear, uh, the ball bearings outside the limo. So when they open the limo to get out, they all slip on the ball bearings and get stung by the bees. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good memories. Great memories. Did you guys have like I had friends in high school that made their own tape and they actually they actually oh, did man. three of them. And they were like really good. Like, I mean, they did some really <laughs> aggressive stunts. Like they did one where they they built a boxing ring in the middle of our field and they taped light bulbs to their hands and they popped the light bulbs on each other's head. Oh. Yeah. And they did but yeah, they 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 did yeah, they did three. There was one was called Eat Your Heart Out, and the second one was called Something Else, and the third one was I can't remember, but uh, the one guy, yeah, he like had a film editing program or whatever. And, uh, they were actually like quite well done. I would say they had, and they did have some really funny and this skits. Is like pre YouTube. This so. is pre YouTube. They sold the tapes at school. <laughs> I, yeah. He, and they did, they did well. Like the guy that made them, like, I think he sold like at least 500 copies of, of both of all three of them. The, the first one was like. They had some good ideas, but it was a little rougher. But then the second one was like really well done. Like, I mean, for those kinds of things, like they, yeah, they did good. Any stunts, recorded stunts from your high school days? No, we didn't really record anything <laughs> there. <laughs> but you did we did them. stupid stuff, but we didn't get it <laughs> yeah. on tape. That's too bad. Yeah. We did some dumb stuff. We had this one game, one game. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. We had, <laughs> we had this one game. It's not really a stunt, I guess, but we did it in public where Aaron Reed, who is a comedian in town, we uh, we, we went to high school together in the same grade. And uh, he had this, he'd piss in a bag and then he'd like swing it in the air and chase us. And then you'd have to like tackle him down before you got piss all over yourself. There was a guy in a wheelchair who was nearby looking at this app and thinking, this looks like a great prank. (laughs) (laughs) I like when we were talking about the Ziploc bags, I was just imagining that there was like a guy in a wheelchair who couldn't afford the the other bags. He just had to use the Ziploc bags because he couldn't get the like uh, colostomy bags or whatever. Yeah, this was like a Safeway bag. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That is... uh... That does not sound like a fun prank. I would it, not you want know what? that I to guess happen it wasn't really a prank because we did it more than... It was like a game. <laughs> it wasn't really okay, a prank. what are you guys doing this afternoon? I don't know. I could like... Do that. We could do that like, bag or something. Piss bag? You want to play piss bag? <laughs> we could do that piss bag game again. <laughs> that was like pretty fun last time when I pissed in the bag and like chased you guys with her. Like who brings it up? Like who brings it up like we want to do it again? <laughs> 
<laughs> like is it, someone finds their kink? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, yeah. is it it's Aaron? Aaron. <laughs> is it Aaron who brings it up, or is it the people who played? Like it's just that was really cool. Like yeah. <laughs> Because I, I think if you're Aaron, like, that's pretty tough to sell. Like, hey, what are you doing this afternoon? Hey, remember that time I pissed in a bag? Like, we should just do that again. <laughs> oh, man, that's uh, that's oh. great stuff. And what about you guys? Did you do anything? It's also that? funny, like, because... I just imagine uh, it's impossible for me not to imagine Aaron doing it right now, like tomorrow. <laughs> like it's not so, like it's not something where you're like, oh, he would. That's like when you were kids. Like I'm just like, oh, was, was that like last weekend? It's like, you're like I don't know. He's gonna text you after this comes out. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing on Friday? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, so I heard you heard about piss bag. It's coming back. <laughs> Piss bag 3D. I think he grew out of that. Yeah. That's a phase that everybody grows out of. (laughs) Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, For sure. I did uh, did a video where I went down a hill in a shopping cart, like a park. Oh. And I was like on the back of the shopping cart. My friend was inside the shopping cart. And once we hit the bottom of the hill, it was kind of like muddy. So it just like stopped. And you know how the back of shopping carts will like fold in? Yeah. So like my knees slammed into it and like and like pushed it in and so like i folded like an accordion and like ended up inside the shopping cart Ooh. like oh. it bent my back like it in retrospect i uh i could have died uh, <laughs> but yeah uh, it's it was also very funny and, and it's all on tape yeah it's i don't oh, wow. know if it's somewhere i don't know where i'd love to see it they had but, these uh what the guys uh, that did it at my uh, school it was oh sorry Stefan. he's glitching oh. he's glitching Stefan, what were you going to say? Oh, no, there's there's video of it somewhere, but uh, I haven't seen it for a long oh, time. Oh, I'd love to see that. We the, the One of the videos they did, the guys that did the videos, one year they just, uh, they found, like, they would go to the junkyard and just find shit because we had a water tower that was pretty easy to climb up in our town. So, like, one of the, like, skits they did was they would just find shit to throw off the top of it. Like, uh, they, threw a, <laughs> cool. they threw a couch off the top of it, a toilet uh like it was crazy so then they would so they would go to the junkyard all the time so one time they found like a monster truck tire and they like rolled in it like down a hill and like it was brutal and then one guy decided to try to run on top of it down the hill <laughs> oh my god and he no. fell he he like he he could have hurt himself way worse but he didn't but he like he fell on it and like it he hit his stomach and like he just had a tire burn like all <laughs> off his stomach i should actually see like oh. i should message john and see if he's like uploaded it somewhere and we should just watch it like christine yeah. you can come over too because they're there it's actually yeah, when you're done playing piss <laughs> yeah exactly hey, if you guys are in aaron doesn't need to be here for it. <laughs> there's four of us here that's enough for a game yeah, every time they play basketball james naismith doesn't have to play <laughs> <laughs> for the first few years though yeah. he was like nobody play without me yeah but now it's like yeah we've gotten past that i'm trying to think if i did i don't think i was too like i was too much of a like nancy boy when i was in high school like i don't think i would have ever yeah i don't really remember doing anything stupid like like i we like egged houses and stuff but i don't think i really ever did anything like stunt like i've told right. the story before of my 
uh, solar-powered shopping cart, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. It was a science project in grade 8 where we had to like do a presentation on an alternative renewable energy source or whatever, and we got solar power, and we did a bunch of research on it, and it was like, what are things that are solar-powered? Cars are one of them. <laughs> so we are in grade 8. We don't have a car. We can't drive a car, even if we had a car. But we can go to the grocery store and get a shopping cart and push it up a very tall hill for 45 minutes <laughs> and then wrap it in tinfoil. And then we shot like an ad that was like a car commercial for our solar powered car as part of our presentation. And as part of the project, we just put uh, one of the kids in our group in the cart and filmed it. And we didn't have like editing software or anything. So we had to like edit to tape, basically get it in one take and do everything exactly like when you cut is when you're going to start on the next one or yeah, whatever sure. uh and all i remember really is that the soundtrack that we were playing on a boom box <laughs> because we didn't have post-production we could not put music in and post <laughs> loudly playing uh darud sandstorm <laughs> <laughs> while james lockerby climbed into <laughs> our <laughs> tinfoil wrapped shopping cart and went down like one of the steepest hills in North Vancouver and he made it maybe 15 feet before the whole thing tilted and hit like uh, you know the curb or whatever yeah and he just like launched straight out of it into the air and flew probably a good 10 feet at least. It would have been super poetic wow. if that was when the drop in the song happened like right as he hit the curb it's like <laughs> But uh, we got a B plus, so all's well that ends hey, well. Man, yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah, I don't think James was too badly injured. Hey, whatever you <laughs> trade that for a B plus, no problem. Going into a project. Yeah, exactly. I think that should actually they should bring that back, like as a form of corporal punishment. Just be like, listen, I didn't get my assignment done. Okay, well, I get to punch part of your body. No, you should <laughs> as get a, a teacher get into saying. the cart. Yeah, you should be able to oh, assign like a jackass video that your yes. kids have to do. Mm-hmm. Cup test. <laughs> so that's the only thing it's uh you can either write a math test or do the cup test yeah that would actually be funny but i don't think uh i'd probably get a complaint if i showed the cup test video and then i was like well these are your options you have to do this one or or this one and film it and send it to me uh yeah, yeah. it's probably not uh i mean this show hasn't ended your career yet that's because like no you're on a hot streak. because no one listens to pushing. it. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> it's like uh, Mitch Hedberg has that great joke about being on Sirius XM in its infancy. And, and they were like, uh, yeah, just so you know, like uh, you, you're allowed to swear. It's not like conventional radio, like on Sirius XM, you can swear. And he's like, yeah, because no one's listening to it. You can swear in the woods, too. <laughs> it's like the same, the same thing I feel about this. It's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's chill. Um, yeah, kids. I feel kids don't really listen to podcasts. I don't think so. Yeah, not really. Not yet, anyway. So we're safe for the moment. We'll see. Do you have kids googling you and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, like, they Google me. You're gonna go in to work this week, and they're gonna make fun of your curling results or what? Oh no, probably not. No, they don't. They wouldn't know enough to know that that was bad. For me. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, he came fourth in the province. That seems like kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> Just like that, I curl in general. Yeah. They might be like, oh, that's kind of lame. <laughs> Lame-o. But um, 
No, I, no, they but they do Google me. Like I, I definitely. Well, I think I've said that I've told this on the podcast before about when I first started teaching, and the kids found my live journal. Oh my no. gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah, it was bad. It was bad news. Man. Whoa! Yeah, because I obviously like yeah, I just had one when I was like in high school or like first year university, so oh. it was like very embarrassing. And the kids were like, so did you have like a blog? And it was actually the girl was the girl that told me we're, I'm actually like still like friends with her. Like she's 25 now or whatever, but it was like really funny. Cause she, she said something about like when we, she was in grade 12 at the time and she was like, so did you ever have a blog? And I was like, no, like I completely just forgot to see. I was like, no, no. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And then she's like, oh, so like blah, 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 dot live journal.com is like not your blog. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> how did you find that? And she's like, I just Googled it. She's like, you probably want to delete that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, definitely for sure. I want to delete that. And there was also, I had a MySpace and like, even by the time I started teaching, MySpace wasn't popular anymore. And my ex-girlfriend who at the time when she wrote the post was my girlfriend wrote like a pretty like sexually suggestive <laughs> post on my MySpace and they're like, Oh God. Nice. Yeah. It's like it's a good we- that she like came to you as yeah, a friend. Was, oh <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. She, yeah. it was a definitely like, she could have very easily like either a blackmailed me or B just like read it in front of the class <laughs> as like part of her like project. <laughs> cool, I did a project. <laughs> I did some research. I found this really interesting website, <laughs> John Cullen.livejournal or whatever it was. Like, yeah, oh my God. Like, yeah, because you just can't even imagine. Like, you just have all this flash in front of your eyes of, like, oh my God, what's even on there? Yeah. And, like, I know I definitely had, like, a very ridiculous, like, breakup post on there. Oh. Like, instead, just, oh man. Oh, just a devastating own. A lot of like Lincoln Park lyrics, probably. Oh, <laughs> no, those are all the titles of the blog posts. Of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the breakup post was definitely titled "In the, in the end, end." It doesn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> For sure, it was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no question about that. Yeah, it was all all Lincoln Park, and then like if I was having a good day, like maybe like a Limp Biscuit. No, no, the Limp Biscuit was also, it was like, give me something to break mm-hmm. when I was mad at my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. The, so, yeah they, they definitely, they'll find, they find some stuff, but whatever. Give me something to break. What is that? A Limp Biscuit lyric or a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Am I right? Hey. hey. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, did you watch the Super Bowl, guys? I did. Mm-hmm. No. You didn't watch, didn't. John? Oh, you were busy curling, probably. I was on my way back from curling, and then, um, pardon me, and then I got home, and uh, I played Super Mario Odyssey instead. Uh-huh, I just good. I had no investment in the Super Bowl at all, like because I didn't think I was going to be home. Like The playoffs for curling were on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think I was going to be home in time. So I made no plans to like watch it with anyone or do anything like that. Like I did, I, I got home after it had already started and then I was just like, uh, I just, I did the game to me. Didn't seem interesting. I assumed new England was going to kick the shit out of Philly and I just didn't care. Yeah. And then when I was following along on Twitter, people were saying how good the game was at yeah. halftime. So I turned it on at halftime and watched the second half. I thought about not watching, um, because I didn't know if my like mental health could take another Patriots victory <laughs> as like Stefan, you can attest from last year's yeah. game. I was just like, 
in the worst mood of all time at the end of that game. <laughs> I did not want to put myself through another one of those, but uh, no, it was very good. And you were yeah. rewar- you were rewarded. I was, yeah, finally. And but it's not even like the good guys won. It's like the less bad guys won. <laughs> Against the, you know, top villain or whatever. Yeah. It was a heel versus heel Super Bowl for sure. Well, they're saying Belichick is gone. Really? Yeah. So this is the end of... This is the end. There's been a lot... There was a lot of rumors because uh, Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, was going to leave for the Colts and the Colts believed that they had a committed deal from him and he backed out because they said that he backed out because Belichick's retiring and he's going to take the New England job instead. Wow. Oh. Uh. Apparently, or maybe not retiring, but leaving New England because their defensive and, coordinator just left to take the Lions yeah, head coach, uh, Matt too. Patricia. Yeah, I don't trust him. Two first names, and one of the first names is a girl's name. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, it's real tough to trust. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree. Anyone with a woman's name, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> No, it's fine. Christine is can be a man's name as well. <laughs> hey, my cousin's name is Christopher. Yeah, exactly. That's so. close. Well, there was the running back for Seattle for a while, Christine Michael. There we go. Yeah. Although I think he pronounced it Kristen, but it was spelled Christine. Weird. That could be like if you get really, like if you got famous and then you could just right. insist that it was pronounced Kristen. <laughs> like like Jillians that are like it's actually Gillian. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What a drag that is, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> God damn. It's so pompous. <laughs> uh, it's actually pronounced Kristen. So, so Stefan, you got the American ads this year. Well, didn't you guys get them? Yeah, too, we also the- did. I, got so them. I was gonna say, don't you feel cheated that like the one time you're there to see them, we also got it, and we I didn't know, have to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, there were some uh, there were some really uh, bad commercials. Yeah, uh, I think the the Hyundai one uh, with like the the security, uh, and then like they would like the security uh, thing would go off. This is the scanner, and it would beep, and then they'd go into the other room and be like, "Oh yeah, uh, hey, this guy has cancer." <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, buy our cars. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys, they were like, they were on their way into a game, and we went, can you come into this room? Like, yeah. You just want to go to that game. Yeah, we pulled them out of a security lineup, and they thought they were going to get disappeared by the government forever. <laughs> Instead, we just showed them cancer victims. Uh, and obviously, the uh, the Dodge uh, MLK commercial was yeah. uh, absolutely bonkers. Um, I mean... Uh, the the Coca- there was a Coca Cola one that was pretty bad too. Oh, the Diet bad. Coke, the flavored Diet Coke. There's that one, but like, there was just a Coca Cola one that was about like diversity and stuff, and it was like, what does this have to do with Coke? Pepsi <laughs> kind of did the same thing, also. Yeah, it's like remember when commercials used to advertise uh, the product itself, <laughs> and not I, like I never thought I would miss that. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> we're at that point. Yeah, everybody's ads were just like for social values. Yeah. yeah, I don't Which, know. I, I mean, thought I, was... I agree with them. Like, yeah, I think cancer is bad and diversity is good, but I don't want to buy a Hyundai and drink a Coke after watching those things. You know, like the T-Mobile one was probably the weirdest. It's like all, all of these babies, oh, babies. all these like oh, diff- and the Nirvana song. Yeah, with, with a Nirvana song that's like <laughs> like about Kurt Cobain going to kill himself, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and they just put it as like a, a chime version of it. 
so it's like for babies or whatever and it's just playing in the background of a bunch of multiracial babies and the voiceover is like you're gonna grow up in a fair equal and just society and you're gonna need phones (laughs) (laughs) t-mobile it's true I agree. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was really. I thought the Dodge commercial was cool as hell because I didn't know who Martin Luther King was before. So I thought it was like dope. You know, I was like, oh, they're advertising history. It's cool as shit, man. It's deep. You know. Apparently, the rest of that speech is about like how commercialism will ruin contemporary society. Yeah, of course it is. But hey, man, if you can just they're like we can just pull this twenty seconds yeah. from earlier in it. Well, it'd be like if people just pulled the part where I said that like you can't trust anyone with a woman's name and then just pulled that out and they're like there's no sarcasm at it. there's like oh this guy is a real problem well that's Slap how I some wanna... multiracial baby yeah exactly yeah this everyone needs a phone <laughs> and I'm just oh, I'm just talking over top of it like oh can't trust anyone with a woman's anyway um, I, regret, I regret everything yeah <laughs> But I, I mean, the Tide ads were fun. Oh, I like them a lot. Yeah. It's, it's like, you never knew. It's like, mm. any ad might be a Tide ad. You just keep waiting for David Harbour to show up. Yeah. It's super fun. Uh, yeah, this is, um, I like this I like this just segment. reminiscing about the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, just, yeah let's just give a bunch of, uh, let's just talk about ads, man. How's the game? I don't know, but the ads were cool. Well, that's kind of the thing, though, every year, right? It's is like, it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean. Not the thing? Is it? Yeah. It's okay. the most watched TV thing. Decided. Done. Adjourned. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm not going to call you Kristen, but I will agree with you on this. Uh, Every year, everybody just wants to talk about the ads. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We're just indulging that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I don't know. I can stop talking about ads. It's something to talk with your family and like your dad's friend who makes a lot of jokes about women being useless. Um, I feel like this is this uh, just intensely to specific. <laughs> yeah. But it's something else to talk about during the ads. Because you don't have to talk during the game, but you do kind of, there's that right. s- social thing where you're like, I guess maybe we have to make conversation during the ads. But if you're all like deciding if the ad is good, right. then you don't have to get to know the other people. Then there's yeah. not as much room for like, hey, I, I think it's cool you make less than me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're gonna use a Scottish season. accent the whole time I'm here for no reason? <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. And he's gonna have to watch an ad about how his values are no longer acceptable to the good people at T Mobile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pure silence during that ad. <laughs> yeah. And then a Bud Light ad came after and everybody was like, That was a great ad. <laughs> Uh, they're like Bud Knight. He's Bud Knight. When they all got, they all got it one at a time, and they just loved it. And they loved it. Oh, if there's one thing I know about dads is that they fucking love crushing a Bud Light. Yeah. Bud. It's even in the name. <laughs> Bud. You want to crush a Bud? Bud. Bud. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> that was also the title of uh, one of my blog posts. Was that? Was that? was that's it was, the high watermark for Super Bowl commercials. Basically, it was very big in two thousand and four. Yeah, I even think that's probably past its prime in two thousand and four. I don't even remember when it I'm was. I'm going to say like ninety eight, maybe. Oh, I definitely I think right I was in elementary school. Okay, let's see. Was yeah, uh, because of course. 
it is parodied by the Scream guy mm. in Scary, scary movie. movie. Scary movie, But it was yeah. Scary Movie 2, wasn't it? Possibly. Budweiser was up. Um, says uh, Definitely okay. in elementary school. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to look it up here. Uh, 1999. Elementary? The... Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then the second spot aired in the 2000 Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm definitely playing it right now. Hey, what's happening, B? Nothing. Just chilling. Watching the game. Having the bud. What's up with... Yeah, hold on a second. Hello? What's Oh man, that ad rules. I still love it. It's still funny to me. I don't care how old it is. Oh yeah, and then they did the next year where the guy's like having a romantic night with the girl and then he's like trying to do it quietly. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they just had it in that ad too. I had an Eagles that, fan uh, coming, to the, article. coming to the bar on Sunday night. Who was that? And he was dressed in uh, Eagles pajama onesie. Yeah, I saw your picture. And an, and an 80s starter jacket. And he his exact words were... You have no idea how I feel right now. It's true. I don't. I have no concept of what it means for sports to be an ultimately rewarding experience. That's actually true for me, too. I mean, I had the Jays when I was like seven and eight, but that doesn't count, really. I was too young to appreciate it. So. Yeah, and you, like at that time in your life, you're like, oh, the Blue Jays probably win the World Series every year. <laughs> yeah, you're a kid. You're like, this is cool. Well, yeah, they won twice in a row. What's <laughs> to stop them from winning a bunch more times? Seven in a row. Why not? Did you know the, the Was Up ad started out as like a short film before it became an ad? Budweiser bought the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a short <laughs> film where it was just people saying was up to each other. It was kind of the same idea, just not talking about Budweiser. And they just made it into a bud ad. Yeah. I feel like you're making yeah. that up. No, I'm serious. We watched it at uh, VFS. They showed it to us. Budweiser saw it at like Sundance and was like, there it is. <laughs> our Super Bowl ad. <laughs> that might have happened. Yeah, the short was popular at a number of film festivals around the country and eventually caught the attention of uh, a creative director at the Chicago-based ad agency, DDB. So That's probably, I mean, not, not yeah. far from the truth right there. Yeah. But um, let's keep it rolling. He is right actually along. right, and it also had won. It won the it won an award at Con somehow. But that was an award for just commercials specifically. Yes, it was. But they were saying that it shouldn't have won the award because it was related to the to the like thing to the uh, short film. All right. Well, yeah. let's get to a clip of the week. Yeah, we, we got a like, lot. Yeah, we let's just do there's, one. There's a lot. We're of clips way this we're week. way behind. Let's just pick one. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Al Montoya because I think this is uh, sure this is a wonderful bit of pettiness. Yeah, okay. uh, that I absolutely adore. I always love it because like I love some pettiness I, when sports media guys get on Twitter and are like, "Oh God, yeah, I am a victim in my job. Yeah. <laughs> my job is the most difficult and important <laughs> thing on earth." Come on, man. You know, no, I do your job. I know what it is. <laughs> it's not, you do not need to talk to a backup goaltender on the day of a game. You just don't. There's no, there's no, like, I get so many clips sent to me to play on the air. We maybe play a quarter of them, tops. And if it's the backup goalie, I'm for sure not playing that. 
I'm just prioritizing. Who do people want to hear from? It's not Al Montoya. It's never going to be Al Montoya. But yeah, he- and his whole point, Ryan Rashog, the Edmonton beat uh, writer, just basically was saying that it was ridiculous that Al Montoya is the only goalie in the league that doesn't make him, which is not true. That's not true at all. But he's like, he's the he never makes himself available on days where he's supposed to start because he says he has to focus. And, and he, like what? He, he called him fragile, I think. Something like that, like yeah. mentally Whoa. weak. And yeah. this was literally the, the day, day after. after Bell Let's Talk Day. Yeah. Oh. So this went over like a wet fart in church, basically. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, this is the As opposed to a dry fart in church, which is totally cool. Yeah, everybody loves those. <laughs> God's like, nice. Now, I love this, too, because there's a longer scrum here. I'm sure this went on for a good two and a half minutes. But the Oilers themselves, the team only put out a 38-second clip and made sure to include this section right here. You know, barn like this, it's, it's, this is why you play hockey. So uh, the, the score was tough, but, you know, it was a, it was a battle and uh, trying to give the team a chance. You get the feeling like your team is going to battle their way back into it and the way you guys are playing? Someone else? Um, when you look at... Uh... There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyone? Anyone else, please. Someone else? Yeah. That's, uh, it's great. I just I hope he never speaks to him ever again. You know? I love yeah I I love the whole narrative like when the media or like after a game like oh this player wouldn't make themselves available to us and like their whole thing is that like they're there to promote the sport so why wouldn't you want to work with them and it's like fucking give me a break but yeah <laughs> at this point when teams have their own channels to do everything they want online yeah like. I don't matter. Yeah, they're paying your like I look at it like the team is the the players are are paying your salary, not the other way around. You're yeah. not making the players all that money. That's not happening. If anything, a player that gives a good quote gets less money cuz teams are like, "Oh, they're a distraction. They're a problem." Yeah. So, it's dumb. You can come on this show and give a bunch of great quotes. They might not even draft them. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's bullshit. <laughs> The, I, I just come on this show and I give great quotes every week, but then when it's a non-game day, I will not speak. Yes. Well, that's exactly why you didn't get drafted also, is they knew no, in the future something called podcasting would be invented. Justin, you know why I didn't get drafted, okay? And that is because it was the best NHL draft of all time. I was held down. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. You know that. It's not because I quit hockey when I was 14. 2003. Was the, yeah, exactly. So, Widely regarded yeah. as the best draft of all. Yeah, time. how are you going to crack the first round in that one? You know? Or any round, seven rounds, man. But all stars, every one of them, they're all in the NHL. Still. <laughs> it's tough, man. Several of them are in the Hall of Fame, and they're still playing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable how good that year was. <laughs> what can you do? You know, it's like fuck. Sometimes you just got to sit back and go, "Hey, great job." You know, you just got to applaud the guys that that did it. You know, I tr- it's not like I didn't try. But uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> Let's get to those questions. Yeah, let's keep it going <laughs> to our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? Hell no. All right. No, I'm just kidding. There's Actually, a few. there was a lot. Yeah, there's some really good ones this week. This uh, first one, 100-point question, comes in from Jason Wickman at Yaya Sucks. 
And he writes, I found out about this Joseph Coney guy the other day. I feel like we got to do something about him. What is your plan to stop Joseph Coney? Uh, I'm going to go uh, jack off outside an aquarium. <laughs> so... What? What? Okay, I, I honestly do not remember the Coney thing. No? What is the like? I remember it happening, but I don't. Yeah, I remember that. But Make what Coney was, famous, Coney twenty twelve. But what was the? Uh, <laughs> but what was the thing? What, what was he doing again? He was like he's a, like a child soldier um, general, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how is jerking off outside an aquarium? Well, this is you don't you have no concept. Of I like I, I really invisible didn't. children. They're fully invisible to you, I guess. Is it is it just me or would would child soldiers be way worse than regular soldiers? What do you mean? Like In what sense? Being a soldier? Well, there's they're kids. <laughs> why yeah. would you want a why do you want a child soldier? What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, for that, sure. That's the real problem here. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what we're trying to stop, Stefan. You're Definitely. Right. You're right. I yeah, um, no, you should you just have I'm... adult soldiers. That's... Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect Normal sense soldier. to me. But no, I don't get, I don't get any other references. No, here. okay. Well, this video like blew up and went viral. Yeah. Obviously, I can't believe I have to explain every part of this. I specifically didn't watch it. Okay, good. Wow. No, you made the right choice. Yeah, I thought so. And and then ultimately, like as this thing blew up and people were like coming to the cause or whatever, the guy who was like in charge of the company that put this together went crazy basically oh he had like a nervous breakdown or something i feel like and he got arrested for like being naked and masturbating in like the middle of an intersection no it was outside the it was at the the san diego uh aquarium or zoo or something i think oh shit i didn't know that part so he picked his spot he really like traveled somewhere So this was the invisible children guy yeah i can't remember what his name is okay Uh, Uh, jason russell that's uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Jason. I just searched uh, Coney guy jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> that'll uh, that'll do it. Oh yeah, here we go. Jason Russell's naked meltdown. Uh, is there a video? There. <laughs> that was a bad video? impulse. <laughs> that was a, and you looked like right around my computer. You could not wait to see it. <laughs> like, did he, is there a video? <laughs> That was awesome. Like is the helicopter got a <laughs> camera on him somewhere? Is he, uh, is, he, is he pissing in a bag? What's going? What's going on? But uh, what's going on here? It's weird. His Wikipedia doesn't talk about it. Doesn't talk about his. Uh... Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> There's probably a whole section that's like public masturbation meltdown. It just that says... should be a heading on his Wikipedia. <laughs> it just says, uh, yeah, psyche. He was detained for psychiatric evaluation during a public breakdown that was filmed and released online. His family said that the diagnosis was a brief reactive psychosis, an acute state brought on by extreme exhaustion, stress, and dehydration. He was just so overwhelmed by the fact that Coney was still out there. And thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a video, though, Christine. If you okay, want great. To, uh... Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'll I'll watch the it. The video's really funny because it's him, like, he's, like, fucking the sidewalk. It's uh, really, really, it's oh, really funny. Will it be too real? Will it... Will it make me depressed it's worth watching for okay. sure because it's right. from like far away so yeah it yeah. is from pretty far away it's weird that the person who typed it from far away knew it was that guy uh though um <laughs> you know well, what i mean yeah. like they're I pretty like far you away would just start <laughs> filming this crazy thing happening i guess that's true you would figure it out later maybe but i don't know if i'd be like hey isn't that the guy that uh runs invisible children the charity <laughs> You guys know that charity, right? Uh, okay. Oh, wow. 
He's like, yeah, Whoa. he's like pounding the sidewalk completely naked. And oh, yeah, oh, that was. A Remember good... that was when that was a way to talk about sex: pounding someone. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Sorry, did what? you say remember? Because I definitely pounded. I mean, I've heard of pounding the pavement, but I pounded never like her. This. I pounded him. Yeah, I don't know. No, that was that's that is no, antiquated. That, yeah, well, they right? actually have it from that up close. Exist anymore. <laughs> He's ranting. Invisible it. children is what he calls his cum. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's younger than I thought he'd be. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's really, yeah, he's ranting in this video, too, apparently, about the devil and... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's really, uh, he's really going for it. <laughs> he's really, uh... Yeah. Uh, now I feel bad for him. Oh, Daniel wants to see, too. <laughs> here, 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 here you go, bud. Take my, just take my laptop. It's fine. Go to town. What was um, the question even? How, how are we going to stop, stop Coney? Yeah. Is he still alive even? I, I feel th- like. I think so. Uh, yeah, Coney won. Uh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to stop him. Wow. <laughs> With a, what? A gun. Okay. Full of cum. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Full of piss. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay, Cody, I'm going to give you a 30 second head start. But if yeah. I catch you, yeah. you're getting piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm. Um, it's a little pee on him, and he's like, man, this child soldier thing wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it at all. This pee <laughs> smells very acidic. <laughs> I do not like this. Uh, yeah, that's what I would... No, I'm just kidding. I would actually get a pony. Ah, a pony for Coney. To run over oh. Coney. Yeah. Uh, to run him over. I thought you'd just make a trade. Be like, you can have this pony if, if you, you agree me- to stop being a warlord. <laughs> I'll give you this pony if you give me Coney. Y'all know what I mean? Was he a warlord? I think so. There was something about that, yeah. right? Yeah. I barely remember. Do you guys know he actually uh, he has his own private residence? Like he bought an island and he owns the whole island. Coney Whoa. Island. Guys, don't worry uh, about it. Hey, don't even worry about it. <laughs> That tongue's coming out a lot tonight. <laughs> it says he's the leader of the Lord's Resistance Army, a guerrilla oh. group that formerly operated in Uganda. Sure. Formerly, though. Where are they now? <laughs> no one's quite well, sure. Well, Justin, where are you now? <laughs> they just played the Justin Bieber. As soon as you say that, where is he now? But, I mean, there's enough <laughs> photos of him that someone probably could have killed him at some point. <laughs> With like a classic camera gun, <laughs> yeah, that old classic. You know who probably killed him? He pro- a, a kid probably accidentally shot him because they don't know how to use guns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Christine, how would you stop Coney? Oh, I don't know. Uh, take away his Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, that's how the video became so popular. He just kept showing it to people. Can you believe this? (laughs) I just like the idea that he loses his Wi-Fi and has a mental breakdown a la Jason Russell. (laughs) My Wi-Fi is gone. (laughs) All the child soldiers just start filming him jerking off in the middle of the jungle. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like that's chill, though. I feel like at basically anywhere in the jungle, you can just jerk and it's cool. I mean, maybe not when you're surrounded by children. Well, no, yeah, but I'm, ta- I'm talking extreme jungle. Ah, uh. yeah, there's not, like, there's not, extreme. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, you know what I mean when I say extreme jungle. <laughs> like, not safe for kids. Yeah, there's no kids. There's, like, yeah. maybe a panther. Yeah, you know how they talk to their kids in Uganda. They're like, you can go into the jungle, but not the extreme jungle. <laughs> I think that there's a whole book about a kid in the jungle, in the extreme jungle. In the ex- Yeah, there's the... It's jungle a, book? A lot. <laughs> that where the lion sleeps tonight? <laughs> I thought you were actually being serious and talking no. about that like long way gone or whatever, the Samuel Bea. Oh book. no, no. It, that's what it was I, called, I, right? Yeah, the Jungle Book. <laughs> no, I yours was better. No. But no, the one that you're talking about. Yeah. What that's the that's it's that called jungle a long, book, It's right? called a long way gone, right? The Jungle, the book that's about the jungle? Yeah, what about it? Jungle Book. <laughs> she already made that joke. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, how would He's I just stop keeping him? it alive. Yeah. Uh, I would I'd probably get Sean Penn. Okay. He's pretty good at this. Sure. Stuff. And he he would just like really wants to meet him. Like that's how it worked with El Chapo, right? He was just like, <laughs> I'm a big fan of yours. I've always wanted to meet you. <laughs> like, is that what happened? That's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. And then he got caught and he, Sean Penn just had to be like, it for sure wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, just send him into Uganda and find out where he's operating out of now. And Sean Penn, I'm sure, could do that. Yeah. And uh, and then he'd meet him and he'd be like, that El Chapo thing was totally not me. Bro. (laughs) Bro, seriously. If El Chapo was alive, he would say, Sean Penn's my bro, man. Like, it was, we just bro dude. Check my live journal, man. I wrote a lot of posts about him. Now, Hell yeah. El Chapo is for sure alive, but Coney wouldn't know this because he's lost his wife. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. All right. Uh, Question number two. Comes in from Brandon O'Connor at Boofer OC, who takes over the lead now at 500 points. Since they won't put it in liquor stores, what would be the most entertaining retail place for the government to grant exclusive weed selling rights to? Hmm. Now, that's a real thing that we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. They won't put it in liquor stores. Yes, they won't. So are they going to have like a... They're gonna put it in like a not in a pre-existing store, like a West Forty Nine. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> They're like, we promise, we're not trying to sell weed to kids. What stores are you putting it in? West Forty Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Marijuana legalization is something of a hot topic. Hey. And with that in mind, <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say right now, the most entertaining retail place they could put it in would be Northern Reflections. <laughs> <laughs> what even is that? Whoa! You don't know what Northern Reflections no. is? Very no. calm place to be. Okay. Yeah, bud. It's it's like a it's like a roots sort of knockoff where like it's like a place where old people shop and all the like sweat. It's like sweatshirts and sweatpants and comfy clothes with like nature scenery on them, embroidered, embroidered. Yeah, and like and some graphic-y art things. It's like Robert. Bateman. Yeah, lots of ducks. Ducks and, and like houses. Geese. Like yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? No, oh, I'm, okay. I'm looking up a different in. business that I'm oh, trying to okay. think well, of. Well, right I'll now. show you the I'll show you some northern but I just think the idea like it's all old people that work there and they're exclusively in malls. So it just would be like a, a really hilarious that like they would have to sell uh, these things. Oh wow, it's maybe they've done like a little pivot because this these actually seem like some like kind of fun some like fun ladies' clothes. 
Oh, it's like a Reitman's now. Yeah, it's more, yeah, exactly. It's a, oh, they yeah, still they, got oh, some they prints. They still got the prints. Yeah, it's a little bit more like a like a smart set, if you will. But yeah, yeah. just imagine this is where you. These are the people you have to buy your weed from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Linda, uh, Linda, if you could just get me that, um, yes, that, uh, the, the in- Indica stuff. I don't even know what you call uh, it. Good, good. You picked the strain. Good for you. Can I, can I just get that orange crush, Linda? Can you just give me that purple stank bitch or I don't know. What do you call it? Purple stank bitch. Now, were you calling her a bitch or is bitch no, part of the strain? Bitch is part of the strain. Oh, okay. Very yeah. Good, yeah. Purple stank good. bitch. <laughs> I just can't think of it without thinking about Cat Williams' bit about how they're na- uh, like this is back in, from like ten years ago or whatever. He's talking about how they're like starting to name weed and it's like not good. Like it doesn't make you want to smoke it. We're like, yeah, man, this this right here, this right here, this is called death. You're gonna have this and you're gonna die. Like, you obviously you have to be Cat Williams yeah. to make it. Funny, but... <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I know what store I'm going to pick here, mm-hmm. and you—it's this is a very regional specific joke, and that's also like regionally regional specific. Oh, so perfect. you kind of need to want. know exactly one mall in Vancouver, oh, God. which is International Village. Oh yeah. Classic. And there is a store on the ground floor of International Village called Vikings, Dragons, and Fairies. Oh yeah. And all it sells is like art and statues right. of Vikings, dragons, and fairies. And every time I go in there, I'm not into the shop itself. I've never been in the shop before. I need to make that very, very clear right now. Despite looking exactly like the type of guy who shops at that shop. Now, when I said in there, I meant International Village as a mall itself. And I live right next to it, so You've I been do in go it. in there sometimes. Yeah. Um what a food court to yeah. sit and eat in. Yeah, it's it's even a depressing food court. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's None a of nightmare. the food options are any good yeah. in there. What are we doing? It's all like jokingly off-brand <laughs> yeah. food. It's like, yo, this is Fractonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get uh, some Japanese food from Odie. <laughs> yeah, a lot exactly. of people eating alone at yeah, yeah. their own table. Absolutely. It's yeah, like they're, they're writing, their, updating their live journals. There's a movie theater and a 7-Eleven in that mall, and then the rest is just a who boy Yokoyaya's in there too okay okay i like that you uh i like that you included 7-eleven in the reputable businesses it's important to have a 24-hour 7-eleven close to your apartment i I guess there's also like a starbucks in there and a rexall yeah that's true it's not a and there's a really good board game shop in there too okay there's a place called uh krill apparel oh i think or skrill Skrill. Krill or Skrill. And it's well, like Krill is a, super is a, cool clothes. Krill is a yeah. sea creature that's yeah. mostly just eat. It's like the vermin of the sea. It's just eaten by whales. Wow. So I, it could be it could be like Northern Reflections, but for the sea. <laughs> Ooh. Or, or it's Skrill apparel, in which case it should be in Guilford Mall in Surrey and not <laughs> International Village. Okay, but every time I walk past Vikings, Dragons, and Fairies, I just assume... That, like, whatever marketplace there is for people who want to buy Vikings, dragons, and fairies, whether in a painting or sculptor form, uh-huh. uh, that, you know, that would be tapped eventually. You cannot <laughs> keep hitting these same people week after week, month after month, to make what I can only assume is, like, pretty steep rent in a, I mean, very unpopular mall, but in the heart of downtown Vancouver. Yeah. 
Um, so I've always assumed that it is a drug front anyways. <laughs> right. And we may as well make it explicit there. Sure. Now you're official dealer of legal <laughs> marijuana in the city of Vancouver. That sound you can hear is uh, all the people who listen to this show from Indiana laughing their ass off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, international village. <laughs> Tell me more. Fucking I get it. Yeah. Just think of the shittiest mall in your town. And then just a little bit shittier than like that. Like blander. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. much more bland. Uh, Christine. Um, oh, man. Uh, okay. How about at another mall that I love that no one's heard of <laughs> called Brentwood Mall, oh. the only mall that doesn't have anyone there on December 26th, yes. which is Boxing Day here in Canada. It's like our Black Friday. Yeah, we do it of. after Christmas instead yeah. of before because we just get everything wrong, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it. It's like bonus Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas morning ends and I'm like, God damn it. I want there more of this shit. At least I've got some money that I can use tomorrow. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, there's a place called Cotton Country there. All they sell is cotton <laughs> fabric. <laughs> and I feel like, well, one, you get cotton mouth when you smoke, right? <laughs> More like Cottonmouth Country, am I right? Two, yeah, for the same reason as you, I really worry about their business plan. It's just a like, fabric store? And it's very small and only cotton. Only cotton? <laughs> okay, I gotta look this Explicit up. Explicit in the name. There's no way they have a website. No. Uh, Do they? No, they don't. Oh, uh, no. It it's doesn't, my favorite store. Oh, it says... Brentwood Park, Mall. Parkhurst Knitwear. Is this it? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, so, no. There's is this just like a fabric. chain? We should go on a field trip to Cotton yeah. Country. Yeah. I think this is a chain. No, oh. it's not. It's, it's That's a different it's thing not she a, just said. Yeah, it's not clothing. It's just, just, just sheets of fabric. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Is it? I, I, one of my fears is raw cotton. I don't like touching raw cotton, like cotton balls okay. and stuff. So this would not be. So like when you yeah. open up like a, a fresh thing of like vitamin C tablets oh, or oh. whatever, you just <laughs> drop it immediately. <laughs> but no, literally it gives me. Really? You're like someone off of Maury. I am like, they did actually do. Cause I thought I was the only person in the world that like, it's literally when I touch it, it like sends shivers up my spine. Wow. And then Jonathan Reese Myers, the actor, said in an interview that he was deathly afraid of cotton balls. And I was like, oh, this guy's my homie. Uh, and then they, someone on Maury was like that. And they brought someone out like dressed <laughs> as the cotton monster, which like I'm not that afraid of it. I just hate touching it. Like when you said that, like the idea of uh, mm, even touching it just makes me. But in like sheets of fabric, it'd be fine. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like wearing cotton right now. <laughs> yeah. Once it's spun, then I'm, then I'm chill. But unspun cotton, is that how you say it? Raw cotton? I don't know, but God, yeah, nightmare. Stefan? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Rio Theater because I want to save the Rio. That's really the best way to do it. That's a great plan. The only place where you can buy weed in in Vancouver. That's a great idea. I'm sure that they would be able to afford to buy their plot like instantly. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the movies they show there could also do with uh, buying a plot. Am I, am I right? I mean, the state of Hollywood, guys. Um, okay. 
And our 300 point question it's comes like the in. the best place to see movies. <laughs> they pick only like the top stuff. Yeah, yeah but I know, I know that like you don't get this, but like a lot of people don't live in Vancouver. <laughs> so they don't care. They're like, oh, theater? The movies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> International Village. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. Matt. Buffalo loved my international oh, village bit. They probably did. I, I assume every mall in Buffalo is like international village. Okay. Uh, this 300 point question comes in from Matt Trogden at Trogdor 0086. And he asks, what is the most difficult book Gronk could read without stopping to look up a definition? It's <laughs> a great question. Hmm. I was going to say the Hobbit. Because it's like pretty, it's a breezy read. But I mean, a lot of words are made up, so he would probably. Yeah. There's too many characters. There's way <laughs> too many true. characters. He'll be like, oh, 13 dwarves? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Just, I feel like you <laughs> can read that book in like are. an hour and a half or so. Are it's you like, high? It's not a long book. 230 pages? There's no way you could read it in an hour and a half. I would love to watch you read it in an hour and a half. How do you know how many pages are in it? So it's one of my favorite books. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I read very fast and there's no way you could read oh, the Hobbit in an hour and a half. You could read it in less time than it would take to watch volume one of the trilogy true, of very movies. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, I wonder if they showed that. Which is probably video. two and a half hours. So I give myself two and a half hours. I again, I would be stunned that you'd be reading a page um, almost more than a page a minute. Well, we could film this. <laughs> I mean, we could the we Hobbit could. speed reading challenge. It sounds like uh, the Screen worst at International Village. The worst possible thing we could film. <laughs> Let's film Justin reading. Um, but I would say you could read it in a day. Like if you're like out by the pool on vacation, you could probably read it in a day. But it's pretty dense. The it's text just, is small. Like we read that in grade seven. Sure. And I'm assuming Gronk can read at like a grade seven level, maybe. Probably. <sighs> He's tough. had some concussions. He has. It's tough to know. Yeah. What books did we have to read in grade five? Outside. What about the Outsiders? Oh yeah, he would have trouble with that. Yeah, yeah. so he'd get to Soches and be like, "Oh yeah, how do I pronounce Socks. this?" Yeah, <laughs> you'd definitely be calling him the socks for sure. Well, is this guy a pony or a boy? What's the deal? <laughs> uh, that was actually a great quote. Did you see that about uh, someone tweeted? Yeah. About how they were so sad that Johnny died at the end of Outsiders, and S.E. Hinton like quote tweeted it, and she was like, "Or like, why did Johnny have to die at the end of Outsiders?" And then she just quote tweeted and wrote, "Cause I'm a stone cold bitch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So dope as hell. Um, yeah, you're right. Outsiders. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. It's too tough. But what about good, that good baby guess. book? My baby forever. You'll be. Oh, I, I, I oh, is that Robert Munch? I love you forever. Oh yeah, I yeah, love yeah. you forever. My my baby. I assume he can read children's books. Yeah, so that's a safe one. But going up from there, mm-hmm. so up from there. What about like the Hardy Boys? Mm. I feel like he could he could get into the like the murder on the bumper cars or whatever. I don't think there were any murders in the Hardy Boys, but what about like a I, sexy? I feel book? like there probably were. Were there? I don't know. People probably died in the Hardy Boys mysteries. I'll Google that right now. Oh, yeah. Like people, like evil people fell off the side of a bridge accidentally. I was by totally themselves. thinking of a rail bridge. Yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frank yelled at him and he was startled and <laughs> fell backwards off the bridge. And Joe was like, oh, my God, Frank. 
Um, yeah, they've updated the Hardy Boys now. The book after is uh, the Hardy Boys get PTSD <laughs> for making the guy fall off the bridge. It's a long, uh, it's a long time. Here's what, yeah, Dead on Target is the first book in the Hardy Boys Case Files series. Yeah, it doesn't mean anyone's dead. Joe Hardy's girlfriend, Iola Morton, is caught oh, in a yeah. car bomb and dies. Whoa! Joe is unable to believe it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> then they begin their investigation. That's dark as shit. I guess I this is like that. the Hardy Boys, like, adult cases, maybe? Yeah, because they like a separate series. are not 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a new Hardy Boys series. The Hardy Boys Case Files was created in 1987 and featured murders, violence, and international espionage. Ah, so they became like James Bond, basically. Yeah, because in the beginning, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure the first Hardy Boys book is like... Oh, Joe dropped a quarter and someone else took it. We gotta go find it. I read a lot of Hardy Boys when I was younger, but what about what's happening at McDonald Hall? Oh, like some of the yeah, isn't that Gordon Corman? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he could or like Louis the Louis Satcher, like the Wayside High books. Yeah, I feel like he could do more than that. Yeah, I think he could do more. What than are those that books? Too. Where the Outsiders like might a... be right. The Outsiders might be like right on the limit, or like To Kill a Mockingbird. It's like a, it's all these animals live in a busy city together. And like animal farm? No, no, it's like a kid's book. Oh, Richard Richard Scary? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, 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 he could do that. Yeah, that one's just called like planes, trains, and automobiles, I think, isn't it? Busy town. Busy town. There you go. Mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, the outsiders might be right. That might be like the best answer. I still feel like he couldn't do it though. I think he could do it. There's real I read the outsiders every year. There's not hard words in it. He would definitely say socks. For sure, and he would pronounce dairy probably like Dari or something like that. But for the most part, I think you'd be okay with the outsiders. All right, God, those kids have such stupid names. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wasn't one of them called Soda Pop? Yeah, yeah. Soda Pop. Well, that's not their Soda Pop's real name was Steve. There's also Two Bit, Soda Pop, Two Bit, Pony Boy, Dairy, Dally, and Johnny Cade. Wow committed to memory i guess when you read it every, every year. year like well the thing is like when you're a substitute you i sometimes twice like some you like you'll see movies sometimes like five times like i'll see the outsiders like five times a year just a different like, school yeah because you never know who's on what part of the year so it's like oh okay you're doing outsiders or, or like the same thing with shakespeare plays like they're doing romeo and juliet right now if you can do like act two scene three with them or whatever are you like a outsiders specialist? Uh, like on your file, he's really good at outsiders. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, being an outsider myself. <laughs> like, well, kids, I relate to this book in a lot of ways. Yeah. First of all, my name's John, and uh, growing up in White Rock, was it the it Greasers was... though who all had the dumb names? Yeah. Yes. The Socias were okay. all like yeah. uh, Bob and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I figured out why those guys were outsiders. dumbass names now of course john is notoriously straight edge as we've discussed many times on the show but what people don't know is even though he doesn't smoke them he does keep a packet of cigarettes rolled up on the Mm. underside of his white plain (laughs) t-shirt sleeve absolutely absolutely (laughs) just never know when you're gonna Meet someone who needs one, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes abroad just wants to spark up a weed, you know? <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> and with that, we will go 
from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen and lady, mm-hmm. what do you like this week? Uh, I'm going to recommend a book, and it is called uh, The Outsiders. By, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't even know if I have a thing to recommend. I just wanted to tell that joke. Oh, that's good. Stefan, you go ahead. Okay. Did I, re- I, f- I forget if I recommended this book already, but uh, it's John Darnielle uh, from The Mountain Goats. No, you've uh, not done this one. Okay, it's his, it's his debut novel. It's called uh, Wolf in White Van. Um, and it's about this guy who runs kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons style um, uh, game where people would uh, write uh, uh, letters to him and he would like tell them what their next move was and stuff. Um, and uh, it's very uh, depressing and sad. Uh, but it's you know if, if you're familiar with uh, Mountain Goats at all, uh, he's he's a very good uh, lyricist. And he's a very good writer, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. So that's my recommendation this week: Wolf and White Bat. Cool. I uh, oh shit! I had one. I can I lost go. It. Yeah, you go. I uh, had one and I lost it. Okay, oh. I'm going to recommend an EP. Oh, I have it now. that came out last year uh, by my friend JP Maurice who is a local musician here in Vancouver, and he was just on The Launch, that CTV show, where they're, like, going to write an oh, album right. for someone and then, I don't know, make them a star. It's like, Launch that. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're doing it backwards. We yeah. built this album, <laughs> and we're going to find somebody to sing it. Right. This is, very a Canadian, weird... this is a Canadian show? Yeah, but yeah. there's, like, a bunch of American producers right. on it. Yeah, so it's going to be... It's going to be yeah. great. Anyways, he was on it. He he didn't make it past his first episode. Oh, good story. But uh, he also hosts the open mic at the bar that I work at. Oh, here we go. Every Monday. And he's a very good dude. Monday is my favorite day at work. We play Raw in the day from five to eight. And then JP comes in and I get to sing some songs with him at the end of the night. So God, tell us more it about is these wonderful. songs you sing. And yes, he put out an EP last year called Girls. His name is JP Maurice. JP Maurice. Uh, Shapeshifter is the big song off of it. It's really, really good. He's awesome. Define um, big. Uh, it was like the he played it on the launch. That's how big it was. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Absolutely, I can't wait to uh, to hear his next album. Jan Arden presents JP Maurice. It's gonna be hot from the launch. From the launch, you, you may remember. know him as the open mic host at the Penny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jan Arden's kept boy. <laughs> It's There's re- no way Jan Arden... His music is really good, though. You know Jan Arden just fucked her way through the 90s. Big. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I always think of her, anyway. Fondly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love Jan Arden. I think she's so dope. Insensitive? Yeah. Great yeah no, you know what, John? Right now, you're being very insensitive. It's too bad you already said that song. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. My bad. You can edit that out there. Yeah. <laughs> edit out the part where I say insensitive so that Justin's joke will land. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it's fine. I know what I am. <laughs> I know what I am. Oh, man. I, I wish I knew another Jan Arden song that I could pu- make a pun out of, but I don't. There was one other one from that album, but I don't remember what it was. 
There was another big one from, it was insensitive and there was one other one too, but I don't remember it. I feel like if I see it. Mm. Yeah. Like if you told me the title, I could probably sing it. Are they at the top? Uh, are they, are they like, I no really one should have known that. Could I be your girl? Yes, that's the one. Boom. Mm. Could I be your girl? Yeah, classic tune. I'm Christine, not. do you want to go? Okay. Um, I recently read a book I really liked. Yes. Uh, it's not a new book, but it's new to me. Okay. That's great. I love book recs. Okay. It's called Midnight Riot by Ben Aronovich. Aronovich? Aronovich. I don't know. It's whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of it. Well, it is fantasy. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> it's is this like... the real life or is it just... <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, um, how did the book described itself as like hot fuzz meets fantasy? I don't know. In some way. Anything that starts with hot fuzz, I'm like, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, like they're cops, but there's also a fantastical element. And it's funny. And it's funny. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. So it's like the orc cop movie, but funny and good? Sure, yeah. (laughs) We all know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know. Everyone knows. That big, awful movie that came out on Netflix over Christmas. (laughs) Oh, Bright? Bright? Yeah, that's the one. Orc cop, the movie. Orc cop. I know. I was like, what? (laughs) Orc cop. Yeah, sorry. It sounded like I was saying or cop. No, I, no, I, didn't I, I knew you were saying it. Yeah, you cop, said or cop. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what Rob Gronkowski refers to The Hobbit as. <laughs> oh, you know, that orc cop book. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to recommend a podcast. Sorry. Against the rules. I know. Uh, but I've, I've been loving the shit out of it. And probably if you listen to the show and you like hockey, you're already listening to it, but it is the 31 thoughts podcast, uh, with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick. Uh, I, Elliot Friedman's column 31 thoughts is like my favorite sports read every week. And they've made a, a podcast where they expand on the, on some of the thoughts and, uh, they're both just really good hosts and excellent podcasters. Jeff Merrick has a ton of experience as a podcaster, and so he kind of carries Elliot. And it's, beloved uh, in the realm, some might beloved, say. Beloved, yes, exactly. Yeah. He's beloved despite having to do a show with that boat anchor Greg Wyshynski forever Ooh, and ever. Controversial oh, take. Wyshynski's a piece of shit. I hope he... Wow. You know, whatever. All right. I hope some bad things happen he, to him. He, he put me Wi-Fi? in an ESPN article. So. Pardon? He put one of my tweets in one of his big uh, ESPN well, articles. No, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds on that uh, one. Yeah. But I do appreciate you recommending a Sportsnet podcast. Hey, I got you. I got you, pal. Um, yeah, bite the hand that feeds because you probably got a lot of money from your tweet being nope. featured in that ESPN. Well, people were like, hey, you're in ESPN. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and I don't want that to not happen again. <laughs> You're like, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> Christine, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. Would you like um, to plug anything? I don't know. Plug your shows plug going your shows. on? I, yeah, I do a show on Tuesdays called Little Mountain Improv. Yeah, but you're here right now. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you just skipped it tonight? It's true. Yeah. Well, I was working late. Usually I work late, right, okay. so I was going to miss it anyway. So, so then you're like, ah, oh, whatever. I can do this. Yeah. But uh took a vacation <laughs> part day today. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, come. It's at eight thirty at twenty sixth and Main in Vancouver, British Columbia. Just at Christine on Twitter, the only Bortolin at uh, the only Bortolin at the only Bortolin. Just to make sure she's going to be on the show that night. Yeah, mm-hmm. my name on there is just Pud. Just Pud. It's not my own name because I've done some Hallmark, some movies. regret, some regrettable yeah. movies. Well, just like. I, all right. Some movies that don't need to read my tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because <laughs> the movies read your tweets. Yeah, Christina's the cousin. You know how it works, buddy. <laughs> the cousin of past guest Dick Pud. Yes, <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. Cool. I have. Uh, can I plug? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm going to be opening for Nikki Glazer at the mm. JFL Northwest Festival. March 8th to 10th. Did I talk about that on the show? I don't you think did. I did. You said you would either be okay. doing that or you would be, be in, at the Briar. At, well, at the Briar. curling didn't go well. So I'm opening for Nikki Glazer, March 8th to 10th at Yuck Yucks. There's one show on the 8th, two on the 9th, two on the 10th. Come okay. out. Nikki's great. She's very, very funny. And I am okay. <laughs> See, he's being humble <laughs> while he brags. Whoa. Yeah. It's almost like I was nominated for best humble bragger at the Vancouver Comedy Awards. <laughs> I, didn't get no- I didn't get nominated for a Juno today for best comedy album. So, hey, might as well win a Vancouver Comedy Award for best <laughs> humble bragger. You know what I mean? Pretty much the same. I've, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, regardless, like if Ivan wins, he'll be all classy. Like no one will even know he won the Juno, but I'll be like, yo, check out my award. <laughs> then people will be like, sick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Come over to record the show. You'll be like, you seen my Juno? Just holding it constantly. Yeah. Never You're drinking out of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. You've welded a cup to the top of it. Yeah. Like, oh, you're drinking out of your Juno? I thought that was just like a triangle statue. And you're like, yeah, I put a cup on it. It's casual. Hey, uh, Juno, I won this award. That's how I just start all my conversations. I make up my own abbreviation to put after my name on emails. I'm just like, John Cullen, comma, J-N. <laughs> like, what's the what is that oh i want a juno actually so it's no big deal what's the n well it's just part of juno oh like, okay I J- thought you were I just, know, just... even if you didn't win it was like juno nominee <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be great too yeah it's an honor just to be nominated yeah absolutely well there was a great uh there was a great charlie demers was nominated for his great album fatherhood and he was talking about or sorry fatherland they wrote fatherhood on the juno thing but it's oh. called fatherland and uh, he texted Jill Barber. Jill Barber, and and he was like, "Oh, Jill, you can't lord your Juno nominations over me anymore." And she's like, "Oh, you mean all four of them?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's good." <laughs> and with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Heather and Ben and Beck. Our producer, Daniel Cazetto, of course, as always. Bang up job, Daniel. Thank you. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow, uh, where this month we will be doing that Cleveland Browns episode. Sorry that it did not go out last month. Oh, what else is new? We're apologizing we did, like, for not doing a bonus I had to work 18 days in a row, and you were doing curling. I know. It's it was impossible to schedule the regular episodes this month, never mind bonus stuff. But True uh, yeah, and you can find, of course, the blog over at realgoodshow.com, the Facebook group, facebook.com, slash group, slash realgoodshow, at realgoodshow on Twitter. Christine, you are at the only Bordelin. That's true. Except no substitutes. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Christine. I really appreciate You're that. You're the best. <laughs> it's fun. You're it, so good at that voice. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I got to tell. I just wanted to tell you. 
Don't tell him. I looked him. at you, John. You did look at me, yeah. But I was speaking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Christine Bordelon. <laughs> I didn't realize your first name had an exclamation mark in it. <laughs> Christine! Bordelin. Her last name was a separate sentence. <laughs> be real. Be good. Be real good. Christine! Pony boy. Bordelin. Bordelin. Okay. Close. Yeah, that was close. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. How uh, was The Sims? Uh, it's fun. It's total. I mean, the last one I played was like the first one, and this is the fourth one, so... Uh, it's very difficult, but I'm, I managed to burn uh, part of the house down. Uh, I got uh, Jesse pregnant, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean that was kind of my goal. So I'm glad you're smashing gender stereotypes as a boy who plays The Sims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was me and Rob. So God, it was good. Oh yeah, didn't we like talk about that on like yeah, a past so. episode, like two weeks ago? Yeah, I was gonna say that only <laughs> girls played The Sims. Well, yeah. that's how I did all my all nighters. In high school, every all-nighter was playing The Sims for like 16 hours in a row. I can see why the party you came to was the yeah. coolest one ever. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised it wasn't one that was on The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I, w- I wish I could come out, but you would not believe the party <laughs> that Jennifer got invited to. It is going to be unbelievable. <laughs>
Uh, okay, so Stefan uh, has abandoned the donors once again this week. Mm-hmm. He truly does not he, care for he, them. Uh, he said before he left, fuck all the donors. And uh, so, Christine, would you thank the donors in Stefan's place this week? Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. There's Our a first, lot of donors to thank. Yeah, we've got six donors. Our first one is uh, Matt Trogden, who was the number one question this yeah, week. Yeah, Matt. It's complete coincidence. Yeah, you did not buy your I way into not, the top three. You did not. I mean... You bought your way into number one, but you made the top three on merit. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Matt Trogden, $5 donor. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, He's, he's been burninating up the question charts. <laughs> no? I, I don't get it. Uh, All right. I, I'm sure it was great. Trogdor. You remember Trogdor? I do not. Mm-hmm. No? I'm sure Matt it. has never heard that in no, his life he, before. No, his Twitter handle is Trogdor. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know what It's uh, Strong Bad. Oh. And Strong Bad? Sorry, I was at parties. Um, <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> uh, the next five dollar donor is uh, Emerson Stone. Uh, thank you to Emerson. I've heard of Emerson Lake and Palmer, <laughs> but the, Emerson Stone. Wow, the best. Do you remember Ben Stone from Early Law and Order? He was the best uh, ADA. Assistant DA. Well, I, His courtroom seems. Oh, maybe they're no, he's not because he was a fictional character, so they're not related. <laughs> well, maybe he's related to the <laughs> fictional character. He's played by hey. Michael Moriarty, who went crazy oh. and now lives in like Abbotsford or Aldergrove. Who really? went, went crazy and fucked a sidewalk? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he ran for president at one point. Oh, sick! Got kicked out of all the bars in that town, and like that is a bar town. That is, yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a great name. $5 pledge from Danny Chips. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Delicious pledge. Yeah. Our next pledge is coming from Danny Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> They're a buddy cop duo. They're solving crimes. <laughs> the next... Uh, well, Chips is very strict and likes to keep it, you know, strictly business, but Salsa is a wild man. <laughs> I like that you created this buddy cop show, and then Chips was also a buddy cop show. That's true. So it was like, so it was like hey. yeah, really good. This, the next donor is Eric Estrada. Uh, anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the next donor is Patty Mo, Patrick Mo. Yeah, donated thanks, five dollars to the show. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. We should have him back on again. His we appearance should. was great. It was great. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> Nick, Christine, you didn't like his I didn't appearance? hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> but I bet it was magnificent. I, thought, I like his Twitter, which he is does. a compliment. Yeah. That is a compliment. He does have yeah. a good Twitter. He's yeah. got a lot of followers these days. Yeah. Don't know why. Not, not it's political not, content. Hey, he's not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I'm joking. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> I've been a long time follower of at Patty Mo. Some might say been following him longer than most. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it's fine. He Does he follow me Who back? Who needs weekend update when... Yeah. You got Patty Mo's Twitter. Does he follow know? me back? That's the real comedy. <laughs> yes, he does. But that's, not, that's besides the point. That's not what we're talking about here, okay? We're talking about following Pat, not following me. <laughs> Next up, $5 pledge from James Stortz. Thank you, James. Absolutely. Pretty great. It's a good name. It yeah. is a great, yeah. it's a great name. It's like if he was a sports player... I mean, sports rhymes with sports, but that's not what I was. A sports player. That's, uh, that's what <laughs> yeah. we call athletes, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That would be one that like commentators would just punch all the time. Yeah. Puck comes back to the line to sports. <laughs> if, uh, if he was a, uh, if he was a, uh, uh, he would be on Law and Order. He'd be great on Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with all those storts. <laughs> 
if you was a tort, private tort. in the army, having someone say that name to you in an oh, authoritative yeah. way. Yeah. Storts. Well, I keep telling you storts. <laughs> if I have to tell you one more fucking time, <laughs> your bed storts. There yeah, we go. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. That's a good <laughs> anger one. And this is a great name. Uh, we got a $5 pledge from John Lockster Camp. That is that real? It, it appears to be L-O-X-T-E-R-K-A-M-P. Mm. All right. I like it. Yeah. So it's very close to Lobster Camp. Which yes. I was thinking would be a fun place for crustaceans to hang out in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree with that. Thank no, you, no John. Yeah, I think we absolutely can. <laughs> I just uh, I've been hoping that they would make a, a week long uh, a week long thing at my favorite restaurant, Red Lobster Camp. Mm. Ah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like well, a, I was just thinking, like maybe we could. Solicit donations so that underprivileged lobsters could be freed from the tanks at Chinese food restaurants and sent to lobster camp this summer. The lobster camp sounds like when they get sent to the tanks. (laughs) We're we're sending you to camp. Is that a good way to end the show? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> I think so. Uh, okay. Well, thanks yeah. everyone for donating, and Thank thanks you. for helping us, Christine, yeah, because Stefan's such out. a bad boy. Hey, I, I I appreciated being a part of it. Oh, Perfect. You're the best. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, motherfucker! Shut the fuck up, man. Someone else?